0: Welcome back to another episode of the Hot Hot Hoops podcast, the third episode in this uh, Miami Heat campaign year. I'm uh, senior writer Brandon Inferno, alongside other senior writer Matt Hannafin. How you doing, Matt? Doing good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing a lot better than last week. Why? Because the Heat are finally winning games. And that's always uh, that's always nice to see. But uh you know, we got a couple couple nail biters over the last couple of days. I guess we should start with uh, Golden State and go through what our likes and dislikes were and uh, see what the rest of the week has in store for us. But uh, I'll let you get it started.
1: Um, well, it's like with Golden State, I mean, they've shown over stints um, of time that like the energy has been there the energy and like the focus and the intention has like been there. They just hold, hold they haven't executed a hundred percent of the time. And then there's been lulls. Like there was, especially that first half of that sack game that we don't need to rehash. That was like, felt like three weeks ago. Um, but when they were on the road at sack, man, I know we'll talk about the Kings in a little bit, but um, there was just like, it was just lackadaisical it was lethargic. It wasn't keep basketball. And then, um, when your backs are up, when your backs up against a wall against a struggling golden state team, I mean, I know we're only seven at the time, we were only seven games into the season. So it's like, okay, like, what are you making like the huge deal out of? But like, this is a heat team that had plenty of expectations heading into the year. And the fact that golden States was also reeling, they haven't been playing great on the road. They were three and four heading into the game too. And so you really want to come out with that game with the victory. And I mean, I thought. Miami, my, there was some stints where I didn't love, like, the defense or I didn't love the transition or whatever the case was, but, like, it was still a grit and grind victory. I mean, Jimmy, of course, who had, uh, who had that shot, I mean, he had 23 points, he was 6-17 shooting, wasn't the most efficient, but, like, Struce off the bench, 24 points. Um, Kyle Lowry was, had another, put together another pretty solid game with 13 points. He was good in the clutch, um, too. Duncan Robinson and Max Schroes, I mean, we're both just huge off the bench. I mean, Duncan had 17 points. I mean, that was his, like probably his best game of the season so far. And I thought they were moving the ball really well. I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit in the Sacramento game too, but it's like, I think like they're, they're finally starting to know, like offensively like, all right, when you have multiple shooters on the floor, three, four, four spacers, moving, moving around, not just moving the ball, but moving around and, um, uh, creating holes in the defense and opening up those gaps and everything. Like it helps a lot. And I think you, like one of the best games that we saw was in this golden state game, especially when you had both Dak or uh, both Duncan and max on the floor. And of course, like the zone defense, the zone, um, especially in that fourth quarter really kind of stalled golden state's offense um, to an extent, not entirely, but to an extent, um, and I thought that was also really key, just having that defensive versatility, mixing things up. And I thought um, they're they're going to zone a lot this season, especially with Duncan and Gabe both in the game. Or Duncan, excuse me, Duncan and Max, um, two of their kind of, I guess, lesser defenders for lack of a better word. But um, they're going to the zone a lot. But those guys are good positional defenders, are good off-ball defenders. They know what positions to be in. And uh, that Golden State was an excellent example of that.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it was, uh, I think it was Miami's probably most complete game of the season. I'd say, uh, even with losing Tyler throughout, everyone stepped up and. Yeah,
1: I didn't mention that. Yeah,
0: yeah, like they, it was in, it was a nasty. Honestly, like Tyler, and you could see it on the video. Say that, uh, oh, I can't see. You know, so it was a nasty eye poke. But uh, yeah, in his absence, everybody stepped up. There's a couple things that that Miami's doing that they didn't do last year that I really like. Well, number one, is the 2-3 zone, like you said, so that nobody gets targeted on defense anymore. And they did a pretty good job of it, um, I'd say, against Golden State, especially slowing down. Uh, you know, They're the champs for a reason, like they can heat up whenever, but they were able to kind of slow that down to a snail's pace, and I think that really helped. Um, also, Jimmy's hitting threes again. He yeah, hitting, hitting I, threes I don't threes. understand it. He has no lift on his shot, and
1: yet, like, there, I, I think I've talked about this, like, a while back. I wrote something about it. I, read, I put it in one of the articles I wrote a long time ago. Um, I think it was during the playoffs, but, like, when you, in the regular season, he just gets no lift on his three-point shot, and usually when he gets no lift on his three-point shot, it's the results just aren't there. And it's a weird, like, Jimmy thing, but, like, he's getting no lift on his shot right now, but yet it's still going in. It's one of those things where it's like – he can go five for five and he'll shoot the sixth one. And I'll be like, I don't think that's going in. Because just there's no, when there's no lift on it, like he's not, he's not getting off the ground. It's like, it's just a flat footed three point shot. And it's just like, oh, wow. Like he's actually making him at like a decent, I don't know what the exact percentages are right now. It, it's um, good, but like he's actually making him at like a higher clip than he has. Typically in the regular season when he's been with Miami, I mean, I know he wasn't the worst three point shooter when he was with Philadelphia or when he was in Minnesota or Chicago, but Not it's exactly still like, it still feels like it's at a much higher clip than any of us really expected it to be in the regular season. Again, only eight games in now, but or
0: nine games in, excuse me. The case of Jimmy, three point percentage is is a precarious one. It's very, very interesting because in his second year in the league, he was a 38% shooter, dropped to 28%, went to 37, down to 31, to 36, 35, 37, 33. And then those two first years in Miami, or the last three years in Miami, 24, 24, 23, and this year, 39. So, hey,
1: hey, listen, those shooting
0: doctors, they hey. found something. Yes. <laughs> it's his it's, um, it's shooting coach, uh, was it Brickley? It, it, yeah. Yeah. You know, like there's a couple heat players and that I've watched in my time growing up that have very weird three point shots. One of them is Jimmy Butler. The other one was Dwayne Wade. And but they still hit him when they need to hit him, except in game seven of the NBA Eastern. Hey, well, hey, in hey, 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 um, we any any case, and, we, hey. We don't need to talk but, about but, that. In any case, it's nice to see him consistently hitting the shot again. Uh, it was great to see Duncan. Uh, doing least like showcasing the fact that he's still that guy and he has that gravity uh, when he actually gets minutes and obviously Max Struess is uh, he's showing that he's more than just a three-point shooter. The guy is very versatile. I think it was a, a couple of games ago I said I think he finishes at the rim, I think better than uh better than some some of the players. I'd to say most of them. And then uh, you know you, you presented the mechanic and uh, you know respect Edmund. Respect all apologies. we'll respect Edmund in a little bit but respect Edmund. No, I'm just kidding. All apologies to Dwayne. Um, but that yeah, makes- we all need
1: doing a we, we all need to owe an apology to Dwayne after these last couple of games. He's
0: he's had good minutes. He's been solid. He's been really solid. I just hope it can last. Um, the last thing I'll say and kind of move it into the stuff I don't like. It was um it was Jimmy's first year in Miami. Is that 2019, 2020 season? The Heat were killers in the first quarter. They got out to like they got out to an amazing pace every single game and they set the tone from there um they definitely did that not do that in 2021 uh, and they were decent at it last year in the 2022 uh, 2021-2022 campaign this year we're pretty bad at it again um it's uh, miami lets other teams take control really early and let's face it uh the third quarter has been a thing for nearly half a decade maybe more now and it's not going away anytime soon it's uh, you know as much as i love these thrillers um, it is annoying that the Heat. Well, like Golden State, like I, I give them, I, I'm like no worries on it. You know what I mean? Like they're the defending champs for a reason. You got Steph Curry can heat up at a moment's notice, like he did. And like uh, Jordan Poole didn't even do anything. But um, you get a you get a team like Sacramento that you let hang around like that. That's that's been I think the biggest issue um, this season. Like it's a lot of it is just you know letting worse teams hang around, and um, they're correcting it. But it's like these two games going on either way
1: to be fair though for sacramento if we want to jump into that now
0: yeah we can jump in them Unless am uh, always
1: just have super close games against sac
0: let's go like, it monk just feels Kong. like every single year it's a heat killer malik monk
1: well, no, I'm like even before Malik Monk. I mean, yeah, he's, he he had his evergreen performance last night. He had like what, 17, 19 points, something like that off the bench. I can't like,
0: wait until he's a Miami Heat player. Like uh, Wayne Ellington used to kill us too. It was much nicer having him on our team.
1: I mean, yeah, but like, I just feel like every single game against SAC is close. I, I might be wrong. I'd have to go back and look at the box you're not
0: you're not not necessarily wrong it's just it just just feels like they had that one I think there was
1: like an overtime game or like a double overtime game like a few years ago like it wasn't that like like a couple seasons ago it's just I don't know it just feels like in my head that every single game against the Kings are close just because they're that high like kind of fast-paced tempo I mean they at one point had fox and heel two players who like to play i mean fox is still there but like they had their bad they yeah. players they've had players that like to play with pace um but it just feels like every king's game is close but no i i see your point with the like especially again that king's game on the road i mean that was just that first half was inexcusable
0: no that's it that's it and it's just like uh you know they i'm sure they can fix it i'm sure finding some stability in the rotational uh fix it. But, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's stuff that stuff that needs to, you know, come together a bit, but there are things I liked about that Sacramento game. Number one, I like Kyle Lowry's performance. Um, you know, after a, a laissez fair start to the season, he's come alive and showing why he is still the starting point guard in QB one of the Miami heat. So I've been pretty impressed uh, by his last two, uh, or like last few recent games, honestly. Um, and then there's the game winner. Two minute report is out. It was really a travel. Um, but you know, my the heat have lost a lot of games in the two minute report so you know like uh, it's nice to have one go our way for once and uh, it was a hell of a shot so you know all ups to tyler um he's shown on so many occasions that he can be the guy to hit that shot and when a game where jimmy butler was uh, battling what le- left hip tightness uh he really really stepped up it was 26 point performance tyler's quickly becoming that guy and uh It'll be interesting. Now it was uh, the Golden State game worked really well because I'd say Tyler was out of the game, and yesterday's game worked really well because Jimmy was out of the game. Spo has a challenge, or Spo and staff has a challenge of how to balance these personalities when everybody's healthy again. In my opinion, um, what did you what did you think of last night? I thought. I mean, when you get
1: seventeen second half points from. Tyler hero plus six, 17 first half points from Kyle Lowry. Usually things are going to work out in your favor. Um, but there were still like, like I was impressed with, obviously I was impressed with those two. I was impressed with Dedman. Um, he had like, I think like 10 points off the bench. He was a plus one. If Miami can get good minutes out of Dwayne Dedman, that's huge right now. Like that's massive right now. I mean, of course we saw at the injury report today that Bam is questionable for tomorrow. So he might not be playing against Indiana, but like, if they can get just like, it doesn't even have to be like a lot of just like 10, 15 good minutes out of Joanne Deadman right now. Like that's really important because as we talked about, they don't have a lot of size. They don't have a lot of front court depth. There's the margin for error. There is so ridiculously thin that like you just can't uh, you can't, squander those minutes um and so that i i was really impressed with those three things i mean i thought bam had a very good game again um bam's had a couple like very very good games lately i mean i know the box score may not might not always show but just his impact on the floor um like transcends whatever he has in the box score i think the the box score
0: i think the box score shows it man uh from the last
1: just in general i'm just saying in general something but last, like you're you're right. Yeah, the games. box score lately has like indicated that. But like he's still like he's he's finding his mid-range jumper, he's, he's finding his rhythm. Um uh-huh. the thing I was impressed with Kyle last night, he was, he was getting into the paint, he was applying rim pressure, he was getting those paint touches. Um that kind of opens up the offense there. Um uh, Duncan didn't have a great, I mean Duncan didn't have a great game, but like Struess had a pretty good game, but like the numbers. For them, that like the gravity's still there. So it still like opens up the offense to an extent. But I was most impressed with Kyle Tyler and Bam.
0: Yeah, and Max came alive in the uh, second half too. So uh he hit the he hit the two threes when when we needed him, at least. And yeah, things are you know, it's it's one thing with the key team. It's like um they still have a lot of depth. So, you know, last year they faced games and games and games without some of their key personnel. Bam missed a ton of time last year and we went to yurt, you know, uh Jimmy missed a ton of time, Kyle missed a ton of time. Like, you know that when uh, players are out, uh, you'll have guys to step up. It's more or less now Miami is facing their number one rival once again, which is the injury bug. Um, Bam is potentially out for Friday. Jimmy is already confirmed out. Uh, Oladipo now reports are coming up from Ryan Winhorst that says that they actually have no idea when he's going to be back and that it looks like it's going to be another long-term absence, which is, which is a little surprising for tendonitis, honestly. Um, cause that's a pretty, it's pretty manageable. Um, so, uh, there might be a little bit more there, but, uh, you know, going into, you know, um, for these next few games, are you, what? I'm not necessarily worried about Jimmy left hip tightness, you know, though he's going to get treatment and, uh, Indiana should be a gimme, no offense to Indiana, uh, Indiana fans. Um, but it's it's more or less uh it's just it can't be a thing again this year. It's Miami needs to string together some wins and get comfortable now. It can't be losing players left and right.
1: I don't know if Indiana's a game.
0: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. They do I mean they have talent, don't get me wrong.
1: Well, I just think the like I haven't been I mean, we of course we were at one I mean these last two games have been like a good spot or not a good spot. I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this, but like better it's been, it's been better. It's been better. They're figuring things out. They're still tinkering with stuff. Um, Miami heat are now 15 and three with max Struz is in the starting lineup. That's always a good sign, but, um, just, I don't think like we're still bottom half of the league in defense. we are still bottom half of the league and we're still bottom third in the league in offense. Um, Indiana is a team that will put up points. Um, they will push the pace. And so that worries me from a transition defense standpoint, I haven't been super impressed with Miami's transition defense this season. I don't think many of us have, um, they've gotten better. They're not, they're not surrendering as surrendering as many transition points as, uh, the very beginning of the season. Um, and that's usually something that Spolster will like hammer and like get rid of is the transition points and getting back in transition and communicating and stuff like that. But Indiana's still a team that will push the pace. I mean, Tyrese is Tyrese. I mean, he's been awesome this year. I mean, Buddy's been really good. Um, ben Matherin's a player to watch out for. Yeah, Montreal. Uh, Miles Turner. Miles Turner has really like kind of. I don't even want to say flown under the radar. He's having a very good season so far. So, I mean, Indiana. I think. I think they're three and five right now. I think they're like a half game below Miami, but like there's their team that like, I mean, when you go, when you go on the road against Indiana, I mean, it just feels like Miami hasn't had a whole lot of recent success in bankers life. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, Can I know they lost, that, I think okay. the second think game uh,
0: we're still homestand. So they're coming to, they're coming to the, they're coming to Miami. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm not, not mistaken. no, 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 they have, no, you're I think right. You're right. You're right. That is my bad. Yeah. I'm looking at the Yahoo sports uh, thing and I'm looking at it from Indiana's yeah. perspective. So you're absolutely, you're absolutely right.
1: Yeah. But like, it's like, I don't want to say, I don't want to say it's a me. I mean, I, you hope you would think you would hope. Right. But like, yeah. there's still some things that concern me a little bit, but Hey, we're still trying, Miami is still trying to figure things out. Um, no with the injuries. I mean, but again, you don't, I mean, when it comes to the injuries in the Miami heat, we've seen, as you mentioned over time that, guys have stepped up um in the absence so we'll see how it goes i expect it to be a fairly high scoring
0: game if yeah yeah i'm just um i'm a little i'm a little annoyed that we don't get to see uh jimmy versus ben uh matherin uh this early in the season i think that's uh i think that's another rivalry uh to come and uh, all, all respect to ben matherin from my hometown you know big ups to the canadian ball player. um but yeah no it is certainly certainly exciting um i probably look to wrap up but uh because we covered the last two games and uh you know we're pretty close to it's weird when you record a midweek podcast right because like we still don't know what the result's going to be and that kind of thing but this will probably be up tomorrow um with that be with that being said um actually we'll take this time uh to take a little break and then um we'll come back with just some final words welcome back um we're uh, just uh, gonna be ending the podcast now with a few final words so i'm gonna ask matt Matt, which uh, Heat player will you be watching the most this weekend? Uh, well, for the one game on Friday, at the very least, Tyler Hero. Yeah, and I elaborate a little bit, bit Ben. <laughs> huh? Elaborate a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I just say
1: that it feels super obvious, but like, I don't know. I mean, when the I mean, Jimmy. I guess I mean you could. There's a few different routes that you can go with this, but like, if Ben doesn't play um if Jimmy I mean Jimmy's not going to play but if Pam doesn't play like you you know who the focal point of the offense is going to be and I'm just interested to see I mean against an Indiana defense that I don't think is very good it's kind of porous in a sense um but like how 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 is Tyler going to continue getting like how is he going to drop 30 like I don't he's a. I guess he's a player to watch like what what is he going to do to elevate the offense over the top I mean I guess you could I mean, you'll you'll probably pick one of those one of these guys. You could say streus you could say uh, Kyle. If we'll, will Kyle have another twenty point game?
0: Well, um,
1: I don't know. Insert name here. Like no, for sure, for sure. I, who I do you got?
0: For me, it's gonna be Duncan Robinson.
1: Because uh, oh think- yeah, see you went off the boards. Yeah, I'm 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 the yeah, yeah. guy, I guess. You went you went like all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick someone who he's like not even gonna think of. I didn't think of that one. Well. That's probably a much, much better one than me uh, I th-
0: yeah Black- I think no, not necessarily. I just think he's on i think he's on a journey back into the rotation, like um, I was really interested uh to see that he still pulls that gravity, you know, and he can still yeah. hit those jumpers uh like that's the guy who you know he started in the n b a finals not that long ago, you know he's been a key contributor um for all seasons, except really last year, where even though he struggled, he still put up pretty damn good numbers, so if uh, if Duncan can cement himself back in this rotation, you know, and start hitting those five frees per game again, it's a very different Miami Heat team, and it's a very it's it's a it's a Miami Heat team who's a lot better, you know. So uh, that's what I'm uh, that's what I'm getting excited about. Who's on your jersey uh, before we end it? Oh, I got
1: for I don't think there's we don't have this for YouTube, right? I it's, I it's, I I might make
0: it for YouTube. I might not.
1: Okay, but I was like I got the Kyle jersey on in honor of him playing. Um, over
0: oh, lives. nice. I I have
1: this I, I don't have surprisingly enough I don't have a hero jersey yet. I don't have uh I mean I do have Bam but I don't have Hero. I was going to put the Hero on today but since um in in honor of his game winner but since I don't Kyle had 22 5 and 7. Yeah, or, okay, you got the drug. Okay. Yeah, but in yeah. honor of the 22 5 and 7. <laughs> hey. I mean, he's, he's been he's been playing well lately. I know he Twitter's traded him probably 17 different times to 13 different teams over the last probably week and a half or so. Um, and I get some of the frustration that's come out of that. But, I mean, we have to, like it, – it's a long ride. If anything, basketball has top in an 82-game season. A lot can happen in an 82-game season. We just have to – we don't have to calm down, but we just have to, like – chill out just a little bit just a little bit um and I even have to remind myself of that sometimes whenever I get mad or frustrated in the game but hey Kyle Lowry's been playing pretty well lately he's even even at what 36 37 he's he, he's still getting the job done he got the job done last night why not throw on the jersey on no
0: somebody? absolutely all respect to Kyle man this guy's I've been a warrior for many years uh you know despite some reports in the Toronto Star that says that uh, he's a little unhappy in Miami I he seemed pretty oh, happy last night. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, I think uh, I think winning is the cure-all, and Miami's starting to do a little bit of that. So hopefully, they do a lot of that. But on that note, I'll wrap up uh, this episode of uh, the Hot Hot Hoops podcast, which we will come up with a real name for very soon. Um, what was the name that you sent last night in the in the Slack? Hey, man, I'm I'm not saying it on air until we're actually official. Until so, uh, get another Heat podcast. To All that. right. Hey, listen. <laughs>
1: Uh, hey, look, That's that fair is fair. Fair is wow, fair. I don't. It, it. I don't. Right. I wouldn't name
0: it that. But hey, I'm not the person who chooses. I'm not right, the person who enough, chooses. We'll run it by Syria, and if we if episode four of this podcast comes back with a new name, you'll know we went for it. <laughs> yeah, his approval is way more important than
1: mine. Way any practically anyone's approval. Your approval is way important. Way more important. <laughs> so listen. Don't listen to me when it comes to name suggestions. I don't think I could give you even a better. And so that's, I Dang. mean, that's just where I'm at. So I'm, I'm, I should just shut
0: up. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, thank you again uh, for all who's listening and all who downloaded. Uh, we should have more uh, cast members on uh, next week's episode, trying to get more of our staff involved. So looking forward to that. But as always, thanks again for listening and go uh, heat. Go heat,
1: baby. baby.